Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Reconnect uh, with the homeless initiative that uh, we're working with Ministry Village there with Olive Baptist Church. Yes. And you know, the PPD has some social worker type uh, officers, and I think Chip, Chip Simmons, the sheriff, has some as well. And then we have our street teams with Travis Tompkins, who's out, out on the streets. And Yeah, this is Wes Moreno, the county administrator, talking with Jeff Bergash during his coffee with the commissioner the other, other day and uh, about the cool things that they have been doing, like with Ministry Village out of Bap, uh, I think, which is a a uh, subsidiary of uh, Olive Baptist uh, Church, if I'm not mistaken, but, you know, helping the homeless, basically, also in conjunction with the uh, county tax collector. By the way, the new building is uh, uh, getting there over on W, not W, over on uh, Palafox, just southwest of Brent at the, uh, the old park there across the street from Brentwood Elementary. Um, anyway, that's coming along, and that's going to be a nice complex when it gets all done. But uh, back to Wes Moreno at the Coffee with the Commissioner. You know, if these folks have uh, a support system elsewhere, family elsewhere, friends elsewhere that they would rather be, that they feel like would help them uh, get, get back on their feet, if you will. Well, we'll work the ministry village and we'll send them via bus or, or plane, whichever's cheaper. And uh, Ministry Village is just, uh, they've been a great partner. They're really pushing the program. And then they had done this big event to help people get basically the needs that they had, particularly IDs provided. Scott Lunsford is making IDs for these folks. You can't go anywhere without an ID. And, uh, you know, we had the big event at the Bay Center a couple of weeks ago and one lady got her ID and she just started crying. She, she was so elated to have that ID because it means so much as far as benefits and opportunities. And those are the folks that really want help. And uh, he's been a great partner in, the, in this effort. But we did. We've sent our first folks. Uh, we sent uh, two brothers sent them to Alabama. And there's been a few other folks that, that have gone different places back to back home, back to their families. So we're excited about that. And I know some people view that as, oh, sure, you're shipping homeless people to other places. No, we're helping people who are disconnected from the people and the services and the familiar terrain that they otherwise had that have gotten themselves out of the right location. And now we're helping them get back there because they're more likely to succeed in a place like that rather than separated from all of that in a place like Pensacola. It's we're not shoving them anywhere. We're helping them, really, by getting them back to where they need to go. Uh, meanwhile, they're talking about fire, and, of course, there was this kind of event. That, I mean, not really an event, but, you know, they publicized it on Friday about the um, uh, the couple of rescues that had taken place with the Scambia County Fire Rescue. Eric Gilmore, the director of public safety, talking about that. I got to say, uh, you know, the past couple of weeks, our fire, uh, our fire guys, uh, the fire crews out there in the field, have made two saves out of a burning structure. That's, you know, there's – there's fire guys that go through their entire career and never make a save or anything, but we're having that frequent of fires in this County and the people are still, you know, they got no smoke detector. They got no, you know, they fall, they're asleep, but the guys have made two saves and they did everything right. Those two saves were an absolute team effort with the fire guys getting on scene, doing their assessment, making first entry a primary search, finding the victim and then EMS right on the heels of them being there to receive the patient and had two good, two, two good outcomes which is phenomenal. So, I mean, it's just, it's a system that is in sync and works. And I was on the scene of the one in Cantonment 
uh, that night and uh, everything just it just clicked. It just like everybody did knew their role. Everybody did a good job. And uh, Commissioner Bergash asked the I think a good question. I was I, actually I was a little surprised. That I don't think Eric gave the answer that I was expecting him to give, but he was asking this question: Why do we have so many fires here? Because by the way, one of the like you might not know this. I only know this because I did ride along with fire and just kind of talking to the guys. But Escambia County has a lot of fires, a lot of fires. I don't mean prescribed burns. I mean house fires. Okay, it's very common here. So common that one of the reasons that we have as an advantage for recruiting people to come to ECFR is a lot of fires. Compared to, like, for example, City of Pensacola, not very many fires. Not not nearly as many. And a lot more, like, density fire departments and apparatus and people. Um, and Santa Rosa County, not nearly so many. And Avalon Beach. Like, there's there's all kinds of other places where they people go and they might make more money but they don't get to do the firefighting, which is what they want to do. And so one of our recruiting advantages here is we can say, if you come here, you will fight fires. You will, you know, engage with people. You will be involved in medical things. You you know, you for all the other stuff that we might have, that is that is one thing It's true. And so it's actually an advantage because the people who go to be firefighters, they want to do the job, you know, and it's kind of they don't want to just sit around and wait for it, <laughs> you know. But why? Why do we have so many? You know, I've heard that from from the folks in fire uh, that we are the one of the busiest jurisdictions. We, we are on a lot of calls. What? Why is that? Why is Escambia County an anomaly so, with fire calls? You know, I, I, to pinpoint one exact thing, I can't give you that answer. But here lately, the amount of fire calls we've had were due to electrical. Uh, like, we've had a lot of electrical issues. Uh, you know, uh, shorts uh, sorting out people, people wiring their own stuff. Uh, some of the older houses and everything. Uh, and, you know, during the winter, you think of heating sources. Well, we right. had some heating sources, but a lot of it's been electrical here lately. I was surprised by that answer because I was under the impression that everybody kind of knew why we have a lot of fires here. Because we have a lot of poverty here. We have a lot of people who use space heaters in the winter when they shouldn't. A lot of people who use stoves in the winter to heat their homes when they shouldn't. And, I mean, I'm not saying they have better options. I'm saying that's not a good option. We have a lot of old, dilapidated, poorly maintained homes that also may have electrical issues. We have a lot of things that were built before current fire codes. We have a lot of people who smoke. A lot of people drink. Not that that's connect, but if you drink and smoke, okay. We have a lot of drug use. We have a lot of bad choices. And we have a lot of people who just don't do the things you need to do to preserve property that people who are middle class or upper class do automatically, like have smoke detectors, smoke alarms, change the batteries, do all that stuff. I mean, how often have you heard this, the, uh, you know, the fire department say, you know, we'll come give you a smoke detector, and people still don't do it. And, you know, fire happens, and you're like, where was the smoke detector? Well, we don't have a battery. I mean, you know, we have fires because we have poor people. And they make decisions, and they live in circumstances that are more conducive. That I, I don't feel like... I, in saying it, I'm kind of surprised I have to say because, I mean, you know, I, I can't speak for Eric, but, you know, I'm not the only one who knows this, <laughs> you know, and if you look where the fires happen. So that's why we have so many fires. Or th- at least that's what I have been told from a variety of sources pretty consistently. That seems to match up with the analysis. 817 here on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the five. Jake? 
All right, I'm not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP right now and no uh, major congestion on our traffic maps. Uh, this traffic, um, let me see here. Uh, no, uh, it looks good. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. Uh, no delays on Burgess or Olive. Looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Highway 29 South is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. And uh, Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. I don't see any accidents reported. Also, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking good. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. You know, if you need to have electrical, speaking of the importance of maintaining things, or if you have plumbing, or if you have AC, anything in that vicinity, Peden, air conditioning, heating, electrical, and plumbing, they will take care of you. The right products, the right people, professionals show up on time, do the work they said, do it right the first time, stand by the work afterwards, of course. Obviously, they do that, and they have been expanding. They have really been thriving the last couple of years. You know, they just recently expanded to um, Baldwin County, Alabama. Now they've expanded to Mobile County in Alabama. Uh, they had expanded to, like, you know, uh, I mean, east to, like, Fort Walton in that area. Now they're all the way to Tallahassee. So basically everywhere in the central time zone they are covering right now. Uh, you get a free tanked water heater with a new AC system purchase. They're also hiring AC technicians, plumbers, and electricians in all their markets because of all this expansion. You can find out more at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. One last quick thing before we turn away from the uh, Scambia County Commission and the coffee with the commissioner that Jeff Bergash had a couple days ago. Um, he also, this was kind of interesting, Navy Federal, you know, OLF-8, the big project on the west side of Navy Federal, right across the street from Nature Trail on Nine Mile. Um, Navy Federal apparently is offering to buy a fire apparatus truck, which kind of makes sense because, you know, the new fire station that's being built down to the west, which is, I've said this many times, is not in the right location and is not where we should have. We should have built it on OLF-8. Everybody who looks at the map and the radius of coverage is like, why didn't we build that on OLF-8? Well, because, you know, Commissioner Bergash apparently thought that it was a better idea to build it down there. Um, there's a whole backstory on that deal anyway. But the short version is maybe Navy Federal will be getting some closer fire protection to their campus because apparently they're offering maybe to buy an apparatus. And by the way, they are not cheap. They're what, like a million, million and a half, some two million these days? I mean, they're expensive. Are they talking about buying a, a truck for us? That's pretty amazing. It's just it were in talks. They've asked, would would we would we entertain if they if they offered one up? We was like, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's a it's a no brainer. But uh, no, it's just it's preliminary talks. But it, it you know they've been good partners. Uh, we've gone out there and done drills with them. Uh, EMS has been out there. They've offered up a bait or an area to put an ambulance out there or in hella spots. They've been great. So they're willing to you know put first response right on the campus. Which, of course, for them, for having, you know, 10,000 employees, although not all of them are on location anymore, but still, you know, for having the buildings and the, you know, they're like a small city. I mean, 10,000 people, you know, even if it's seven or 6,000 on a given day, that's still, you know, that's a lot of service. And obviously right across the street would benefit from that. All the new developments down toward the interstate would benefit from that. So uh, that's kind of cool. You know, just an interesting possibility that may, de- may be developing. 820 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Somebody texted in. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. We are not the only place to have poor people. Yeah, agreed. I don't know what the rate of fire in poor areas is across the country, but again, it was my understanding, and this is not just from you know one person, but you know my understanding that generally speaking, that's the explanation for the high rate of fires in Escambia County is poverty, poor, poor, poor people. 
um, and behaviors and circumstances attendant to that. I mean, it's not just that they're poor, right? There's other aspects to it. Uh, but th- that is the the main re- – again, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be corrected if somebody has better information, but that's what I have been told. 437-1620, if you're thinking about buying a home or buying another home or buying your first home or selling a home or selling another home or, you know, I mean, whatever. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworthy Realty, 175 homes that they sold last year. So they know how to do this, and they've got it really down to a science to stage and photograph and list on social media and then do the open house and just kind of know the market and what the market's doing today as opposed to what the market was doing a month or two ago. And if you're just wondering, you know, kind of like first home maybe or just kind of not sure what to do, give her a call. She loves meeting people. She loves talking to people regardless of whether it turns into a client or not. She just enjoys sharing what she knows and helping people out. And I know that's her heart too. And you're, you're going to love her too. You feel like, oh man, one of the best friend I never knew I had. You know, that's kind of how you'll feel about Christina. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworthy Realty. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. Thinking about a side hustle? Why not turn your hobby into a home-based business with a home embroidery machine from Daryl's of Pensacola? Daryl's Sewing has many embroidery machines to choose from, and they have single-needle or multi-needle machines, plus plenty of thread and supplies. Financing is available. Daryl's Sewing, 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at SewingInPensacola.com. The folks at Daryl's say, when you buy from us, you get from us. That's SewingInPensacola.com. Join the Pensacola Expert Panel Wednesday at 1030 as Bess Marks from Lazy Boy Gulf Coast joins the show and talks about Lazy Boy's upcoming events at all three Gulf Coast locations, Pensacola, Spanish Fort, and Mobile. How to incorporate Lazy Boy's free in-home design service with recliners, sofas, accessories, and artwork to make your home look just like a picture out of a magazine. Text or call in your questions for the Pensacola Expert Panel at 850-437-1620, weekdays from 9 to 11 on News Radio 92.3. Local experts share their expertise on the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Pep Talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I don't get it. What exactly don't you get? It, it turns from a building into a robot, right? Precisely. Well, what's fun about that? 
you mean like a sleepover? Okay. But I get to be on top. 825. <laughs> One of the best movies of Big all time. Big is such a great movie. It really is. 825 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake. All right. I'm not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP. No congestion on our maps here. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Nine Mile not showing any issues. Mobile Highway is clear through Beulah. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning is looking good. If you're on Cervantes this morning, you're clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Uh, and also uh, Summit Boulevard not showing any accidents. Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road, North Blue Angel Parkway, all checking in clear. If you do see anything out there on our roadways slowing us down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your Traffic on the Five. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. By the way, David, welcome back. Good to have you. And congratulations, new daddy. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, a, it's great to be here. Apparently, Andrew, there's a lot of people returning their new Apple Apple Vision Pro mixed reality headsets. Apple is not disclosing the rate of return of its Apple Vision Pro, but the reality is there are a lot of videos circulating online outlining consumers' concerns from the weight of the device to the fact that many people feel like it's just not a replacement one-to-one -one for a computer. That's NBC's Sam Brock. Apparently, the big reason for the returns is uh, people saying the device gave them headaches and yeah. motion sickness. I, I also heard that people have been forgetting their passwords really? and apparently you have to have a password every time or something i don't know i don't have you ever done vr goggles like like any of the modern ones I've never had them not in my, my 15 year old years. loves his he's on it all the time and you know it's kind of funny to watch him you know but <laughs> i tried it a little bit and i didn't like it it, mm. it made me feel queasy i yeah. didn't like the sensation of it and uh, he's always like you want to play i'm like mm, let's go throw a ball around <laughs> i can do that right. Yeah, to me, anything that takes you away from actual reality is uh, can be kind of problematic. Yeah, it's it, it it's just you know I, I had the strange feeling of unpleasantness just using the thing. So right. what else you got, sir? I'll stick with Zelda. <laughs> That's right. Nice. A group in Boston wants the city to pay fifteen billion dollars in reparations for slavery. The Boston People's Reparations Commission said over the weekend their plan would involve five billion dollars in direct cash payments to Black Boston residents. Investment in new financial institutions and money to address the racial education gap. That plan, by the way, more than three times the city's budget for the entire fiscal year. And the uh, National Confectioners Association says today is Chocolate Mint Day. Brie Tennis has some information on why you should try it. It's a magical combo, chocolate and mint, that actually has health properties. The duo first recorded in the U.S. in the mid-1800s to boost the immune system and reduce inflammation. It also lowers cholesterol and improves memory. So grab some chocolate mint candy or how about ice cream? Delish.com says it's America's sixth favorite flavor or add a little mint to your hot cocoa. I'm Bree Tennis. I just want to know how you get invited to the National Confectioners Association <laughs> meetings. That yeah, sounds that's like great. the next level up from the chocolate uh, festival, right? So, yeah. no, now all we want to do is go have an Andy's mint and some uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's, mm. Mm -hmm, got me. And of course, obviously, that's all uh, on prescription because it's all for health. That's what the doctor Of course, says, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. <laughs> A28 here on News Radio 923. Uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, so I have seen this. Um, all over my Facebook yesterday and today. And uh, I'm just going to read it to you because it's kind of clever. Imagine we lived in a world where all cars were electric vehicles. Okay? Step one. Imagine. Okay. And then along comes a new invention called the internal combustion engine. Think how well they'd sell a vehicle half the weight, half the price, 
that will do only about a quarter of the damage to the road because of weight. A vehicle that can be refueled in one-tenth of the time and has a range of up to four times the distance in all weather conditions. <laughs> it does not rely on the environmentally damaging use of non-renewable rare earth elements to power it, that often come from very dubious political situations, and uses far less steel and other materials. Just think how excited people would be for such technology. It would sell like hotcakes. <laughs> all correct. Yep. <laughs> and yet here we are, encouraging slash mandating the use of something that is fundamentally an inferior technology. Interesting. Next up, chopsticks for you. Give up your forks. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, oh, this made me laugh too. So, sorry, but your password must contain at least eight characters: upper and lowercase letter, a symbol or number, a hieroglyph, a haiku, a musical note, the feather of a hawk, and a drop of unicorn blood. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, it's my experience every time. You know, what do you mean this password's not strong enough? I can't remember a strong password. Dang it. What do you have coming up, David? Well, we've got some more information on that crash on the Bob Sykes Bridge. More after Fox. News. I'm Therese Crowley. On this American President's Day, discussions about dealing with Russian President Putin with worldwide protests over the Siberian prison camp death of his chief opposition, Alexei Navalny. Senator Lindsey Graham tells Fox. Why don't we do this? I just got off the phone with uh, two Democratic senators. Let's make Russia state-sponsored terrorism under U.S. law. Let's make them pay a price for killing Navalny. It would allow the Navalny family to go to U.S. court and sue Putin's Russia for killing of their loved one. Burnsville, Minnesota, grieving over the domestic call killings of two police officers and a paramedic. The suspect barricaded his family with seven children. The kids were okay. The suspect dead. Today's the day trucker Chicago Ray predicts truckers will refuse loads to New York City, protesting the huge court judgment against former President Trump's real estate empire. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92.3. Beautiful morning right now. Sunshine. We've got 45 degrees across the area. The town of Centuries responding to allegations from the Florida Department of Environmental Protection that sampling and lab data is being falsified by their municipal water system. FDEP identified the falsified data, among other violations, in a letter sent to Mayor Luis Gomez Jr. last month. The town says, though, no data was actually being falsified. They do admit that an entry was made on the wrong date and then moved. The city says changes are being, or the town rather, says changes are being made in how data is entered. The violations were listed in a letter sent to the, the town last month. They included safety equipment violations, not having enough chlorine in the water, a drum with an unknown substance being stored in a well, and various other smaller violations. Mayor Gomez says despite FDEP's findings, the city water is safe to drink. A Navarre man is dead after a crash uh, crashing into the toll plaza on Bob Sykes Bridge this morning. First responders were called to that scene about 3 o'clock this morning. FHP says a 26-year-old man driving a Toyota 4Runner crashed into the toll plaza. That man was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash. Southbound traffic heading into Pensacola Beach from the bridge was closed for a few hours this morning but is now reopened. 
If a new law makes the cut in Tallahassee, it could become a first-degree misdemeanor to get too close to first responders that are doing their job. A law was recently passed in the state Senate. It puts that distance at 14 feet. I'm not the sponsor, but my guess is that they got with uh, Florida Highway Patrol, they got with the city police, uh, county sheriff's office, and said what would be the optimum space you need to operate safely. That's State Senator Doug Broxson. He tells Channel 3 the law would be common sense. PPD says it won't affect people that want to video record officers, although PIO Mike Wood does say they'll have to do that from that 14-foot distance. A Pensacola man is now behind bars on multiple charges relating to an alleged sexual battery incident last week. 20-year-old Kaziri Jackson now faces charges including sexual assault of a victim under 18, indecent exposure, and lewd and lascivious behavior with the victim between 12 and 16. PPD says Jackson was wanted for an incident that happened last Wednesday. Officers recognized Jackson Saturday afternoon, and eventually he was taken into custody after first running from police. Jackson now remains in the Escambia County Jail on $30,000 bond. Now, the family mourning the loss of two dogs after a house fire in Milton last week happened at a home on the 5600 block of Malad Road. On Friday, Santa Rosa County officials say firefighters were called to that scene after a neighbor heard a boom and then saw the fire. Several uh, firefighters from several fire departments in the area responded to that scene. The Red Cross is currently assisting the homeowner. It is 8.35 at News Radio 92.3, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake? All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Allstate. I'm not seeing any um, major accidents reported by FHP. And on the congestion map here, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway checking in clear, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all good. And uh, Highway 98 westbound, eastbound through Navarre and Gulf Breeze. I don't see anything slowing you down there. If you do see something slowing you down, you can call us or text us on our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. Some people just know that the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on anyone else. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We will have a beautiful sunny day today with temperatures in the 60s, 61 degrees for your high. Temperatures tonight dropping back in the 30s, 39 degrees. For Tuesday, a nice sunny pattern continues high near 65 degrees. Tuesday night temperatures dropping near 47. Warming up on Wednesday into the upper 60s with a high near 68 with plenty of sunshine. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now we've got 45 in Pensacola, 45 in Gulf Breeze, and 44 in Milton. Your money now this morning. Well, Wall Street, uh, not a lot of activity today. Stock markets will be closed in in observance of President's Day. The bond market also closed. When trading does resume tomorrow morning, though, it'll be after a lower close wrapped up last week. United Auto Workers say they're not happy with local contract issues in Kentucky. The UAW announced on Friday that they'll be striking with roughly 9,000 auto workers at their Ford plant in Kentucky. 
uh, starting February 23rd if those issues aren't resolved. And a biopic about uh, reggae legend Bob Marley took the top spot at the weekend box office. Bob Marley One Love took in an estimated $27 million for its opening weekend. That movie opened actually on Valentine's Day, February 14th, and set a record for the biggest midweek Valentine's Day opening. Coming in second over the weekend was uh, Madame Webb uh, with just over $15.1 million. It's 837, our next news at 9 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Feedmore Imports? That's right. Feedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. These deals won't last long, so hurry to feed more imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash for qualifying credit. CCI must take retail delivery by March 4th, 2024. See you for details. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Are you hungry for news that keeps you informed, is local and dependable? Look no further than News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and on AM 1620. We're your trusted source for all the latest happenings in the Emerald Coast. From breaking news to in-depth reports, we've got you covered. Our team of experienced journalists brings you the stories that matter most to our community. Stay connected with local events, weather updates, and traffic reports, ensuring you're always one step ahead. We're News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, it's National Chocolate Mint Day. You ready to talk about some chocolate mint? Oh yes. <laughs> been waiting for this one all I've been, year. I've been I've been going back and forth in my head between two different questions for the day, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try the one that's a little riskier because it's a little bit of a tighter category, right? Okay. Uh, but here goes four three seven sixteen twenty. Assuming you love 
as a normal human being. Chocolate mint flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is your preferred delivery platform for this flavor? What is the chocolate mint of preference for you? Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. And you know, if you hate chocolate mint, um, you know, you admit there's something broken about your taste buds. Uh, feel free to text us that opinion as well. Feel free. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, Jake, do you have a um, a preferred mechanism, a delivery platform for the chocolate mint flavor? Oh yes. What is it? Junior mints. Junior mints. Oh, yes. It's like okay. York peppermint patties, but sweeter and small, and they melt in your hand, and I love it. <laughs> all right, all right. So the, yeah, you 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 name checked another popular answer. I think the York peppermint patties. Yes, they're a little too minty. It's, that's though. it. That's exactly that's right. That's why it's, I like the junior mint. It's too much. It's like somebody is saying, "All right, here's your cookie. Now drink all of this mouthwash." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't need as much mouthwash as you think I do. It's just too much. And, you know, sometimes too much of a good thing cannot be a good thing. Uh, so I'm actually very much, uh, you know, the, the junior mints, that's fine. But the um, uh, the York peppermint patty, tsh, refreshing. What is their line? The refreshing? The Yeah. I can, I can see the I can ad, see the commercial. But I can't think freezing. of what it says yeah. in my head. That's right. 437-1620. It is, um, it is President's Day, so obviously we're talking about chocolate mint flavoring. 437-1620. Uh, somebody here says, oh, and see, I have to give an early victory to this person because they're saying the thing that everybody knows, which is that the Andes mint. Well, Andes candies. Is that different? I'm no, thinking of the Andes yeah, chocolates. Okay? Andes mints, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the one that you get at the Olive Garden. At least you used to. I assume right. you still do. Um, as a longtime former employer of the Olive Garden, I will tell you that um, there's <laughs> some chocolate mint that gets lost due to what they call shrinkage in the industry. Right. <laughs> Shrinkflation. <laughs> they do leave the store, yeah. not for customers. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, the chocolate mints are, the, the Andes chocolate mints mm, are the best. They are good. And they're best when, as done properly at the Olive Garden, they're kept in the freezer. Right. Uh, so they come out and they're just thin enough. They're just the right size. <laughs> you know, they're, they are, they are the perfect size. Four, three, seven, 16, 20. What is a Frango mint? Never heard of it. I haven't either. Now I'm interested. Frango Unchained. I never <laughs> heard of that. That's a F R J A N G O. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not familiar with that one, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious to learn more because I'm always willing to try a new platform. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Um, ice cream and cookies like the Girl Scout mint cookies. Okay, can I? Mm. I'm gonna say something that's unpopular. You don't. The, no, you don't like them. I don't. You don't like thin mints. No, thin mints are nasty. Thin mints are inedibly bad. And this comes from my mom was a thin mint. You know, she would buy 10 boxes for the freezer, um, you know, and and others as well. But, like, no, I can't eat thin mints. Hmm. Never have liked them. Never have. I'm sorry, Girl Scout. I will buy your other delicacies, okay? Give me the (laughs) – what's the one with the coconut and the chocolate and the caramel? Oh, the uh, Snicker – not the Snicker. No, there's some weird name for them. But those are fantastic. I could eat 10 boxes. Um, But, no, the thin mints are a no-go for me. And I love the mint chocolate flavor. I do. When I go to – if I do – go to, like, Baskin, you know, 30 Mm -hmm. Baskin Robinson flavors, Mm -hmm. um, it's always chocolate mint and something. My something is usually a pralines and cream. 
which is a really wonderful combination. Uh, but always chocolate mint. I mean, oh. that is my number one ice cream for sure. But I just can't eat the the Girl Scout Thin Mints. They have never never resonated with me. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Four three seven sixteen. Samoas. That's what they're called. Samoas. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Samoas are the best. Uh, let's see. Somebody says or uh, Thin Mints out of the freezer. Okay. And yeah, but see, I can't go with you on the Thin Mints. Plus, the problem you have with Thin Mints in the freezer a little bit is. They're not really built for all that, and so you put them in the little plastic sleeve, and you put them in the freezer, and then they come out, and they're a bit like soggy Ritz, kind of. And that's not a good thing. Uh, Somebody here says, um, Andy's, just Andy's, it's the mark of of Hospitaliano. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Question of the day is, what's your preferred delivery platform? For the mint chocolate flavor, four three seven sixteen twenty. Somebody says the Girl Scout Thin Mints for sure. Got a big long Google search. I'm not sure what this one's for, but uh, it's okay. I can't click on that right now. Uh, Samoa. Oh, some people are telling me about the Samoas from from the uh, the Girl Scouts. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Somebody says, oh, Frango mints were sold at Marshall Fields department stores around Chicago. Oh, so it's a Midwestern thing that I didn't know about. I feel extra dumb. Uh, oh, so good they fueled my college. Years. Oh, they're not called Samoas anymore. They're called Caramel Delights. I don't care. You know what I'm talking about. Translate for me. That could be a transgressor's moment right there. Oh, that Samoas Uh, had to go away because they were culturally insensitive or appropriating or something Mm -hmm. like that. 4371620. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay. One thing about the Andes mints, I always, like the first time I went to uh, Culver's, they're like, hey, we'll put, you know, chopped up Andes mints on the top of your custard. I'm like, yeah, great. But once it gets super, super cold it's inside open. the ice cream, yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it's just not as good to me. I follow you. I got to have them a little bit, a little bit warm. Uh, all right. So looking around our traffic map here, I'm not seeing any accidents reported by FHP. No major slowdowns to tell you about. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Gulf Beach Highway not showing any delays. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmosphere. More cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. If you're coming out of Milton this morning through Pace, Highway 90 is smooth sailing. Uh, if you see anything out there, you can always uh, call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. And if you do see some smoke near NAS Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn scheduled. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you need to get your uh, import service, your BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, Genesis, Audi, Jaguar, your Lexus, you might think, hey, I need to take that to the dealership. Those are the only people who really know how to handle that car. Yeah, they're not. Um, Bobby Likas Auto Service, they work on those cars all the time. And... You can save a few bucks, and also you don't have to drive, especially if the dealership is a ways away. You know, and often that's inconvenient, plus the gas, plus the price difference, like all of that. Save it, Bobby Lycus Auto Service, right here on Davis Highway. Carclinicservice.com is the website, like a healthcare clinic for your car. They want you to take it to them for the minor stuff. When it's not broken, to avoid it being broken. Like, that's why they call it preventative maintenance, to prevent the bigger things from happening. So whether it's a domestic or an import, a gas or a diesel engine, they work on both, no problem. Bring it to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. We were talking about it being Chocolate Mint Day and what is the correct, best way to deliver the chocolate mint satisfaction. Somebody here says uh, Sport Dark Chocolate Mint. I'm not familiar with that, although I will say this. I don't think dark chocolate is the way to go on this. I think milk chocolate is the better pairing. Or at least the one thing I noticed with um, the the chocolate mint is kind of a funky uh, mixture. And here's why I say that. Remember I said the um, uh, the one that was too strong. What, what should I say? The, the York peppermint patty York, was yeah. too strong, mm-hmm. okay, and it bowls you over. The problem is you can have, and and by the way, not like peppermint, please, but just mint. Right. <laughs> They're no, different. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, – the thing with it is if the mint is too strong, it doesn't work. And if the chocolate is too strong, it doesn't work. And sometimes when you're like, there's a lot of ice cream out there, a lot of ice cream varieties. 
I'm not a big fan of the one where it's like mostly the green ice cream and then the big chunks of chocolate in there because I feel I'm like I got to bite and fight. Yeah. And it's not. Um, also, and this is to the other degree, not a fan of the like chocolate flake ice cream because what happens to that is it just gets all gummed up in your the roof of your mouth and your tongue and it makes like chocolate paste. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, there's just mm-hmm. it's weird because I don't think of other foods flavoring having so many opportunities to go astray. <laughs> And you wouldn't think chocolate mint would be that hard to do well, but there are a lot of ways that it goes awry. And it's odd because even if you like the flavor, you maybe find versions of it that are not your favorite. Uh, somebody here says Girl Scout Thin Mints are vegan. That's why I don't like them. Right. Um, they, <laughs> they always have been. Who knew? I think that's why I don't like them. That's funny. <laughs> somebody says, um, oh, this is a, an obscure grab. Ritter Sport German Candy Dark Chocolate Mint. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm, don't have any idea what that is, but that's fine. That's fine. We can, everybody can play in this game. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. That's your frivolous topic for the day. Remember, the point of the frivolous topic is just to do something a little bit different, uh, out of the news necessarily, or just something where you can the kind of questions you could ask people at work or you know in the elevator or at the water cooler kind of stuff or your kids, whatever. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I'm Andrew McKay. NAS Wedding Field is a major training facility for our United States military. It produces more than 1,200 pilots a year and is the home to the largest air wing in the U.S. Navy and produces 100% of all Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard helicopter pilots. But NAS Wedding Field has a lot more to offer and makes a huge impact to our local community. Tune in today at 9 to hear what's happening at NAS Whiting Field on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR-TV, our local news team, and Fox News. On News Radio Pensacola. I immediately regret this decision. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she smiles. You know, I just had a weird thought. We didn't include it in our frivolous conversation, but I maybe should have for a second. Is it. Chocolate mint or mint chocolate? Which way do you say that? I say mint chocolate. Do you? Yeah, the mint weirdo. comes first. Super weird. <laughs> no, it's so it's chocolate mint unless it's mint chocolate chip. Mm. It's chocolate mint or else it's mint chocolate chip. I don't know why. Can't explain these things. You know, there are no rules for this stuff. It's English. We just make the rules up as we go, and then we do it often enough, and that's just the way it is. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um 
<laughs> do I? Uh, it, you know, I'll just I'll come back to it for just a second, okay? Because you know we've had a pretty good show so far talking about the um, the drama in Milton. Obviously, something that we never like to let slip us past. Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. So, this is not so much the audio clips, because I've played all the audio clips. This is more for the the did-you-know behind the scenes. And I've kind of talked about it this morning, but... Um, you know, Mayor Heather Lindsay has said before that she has blocked Alex Andrade. He is not only the state representative, but he is the city attorney for the city of Milton. Blocked him from her cell phone and uh, won't take his calls, won't take his texts. And it turns out now she has gone so far as to file a complaint with the Florida Bar to try to get him, what, in trouble, get his license dinged or taken away. The... And it's a long, rambling narrative of all the things that took place around the Scott Collins hiring debacle. And, oh, my gosh, it just it's like it's hard to read because a lot of it just rambles around. And even I know these incidents and I have a hard time following some of it. It's just so weird. So I cannot imagine that the people who received this thought all that well of the filing. Two things that are weird about it. Thing number one that's weird is um, <laughs> She filed it on behalf of the city, like it's an official act of the city. That's not good. This does not represent the Mm -mm. viewpoint of the city of Milton. This represents you as an individual. And so that's kind of a, that's going to be interesting to see if the city council has anything to say about that. And then the second part is uh, she got told no, no, and hell no by the Florida Bar. I just want to read this to you because I don't want you to just take my word for it. But uh, dear Miss Fisher Lindsay. Your correspondence regarding the above-named attorney has been referred to me for review. Your main complaint is that in his capacity as city attorney, Mr. Andrade was obstructive and misleading in his communication during Milton's effort to hire city manager in July of 23. Your allegations also include that he improperly investigated an employee complaint and that he refused to recuse himself in a matter involving a conflict of interest. It is evident that the matters upon which your allegations are premised involve political matters that are outside the scope of the Florida Bar's grievance process. That's the way of saying, hey... Silly person. Why are you doing this? And she's an attorney too, right? She used to be the city attorney in Milton, and she is an attorney in the shop in Pensacola, in the city of Pensacola. It goes on. When discipline by the bar is indicated, the disciplinary action is taken against the attorney's licensure. The bar is not the correct forum in which to have political issues adjudicated, and resolution of those issues must be left to an appropriate forum or tribunal. Extra spanking. The Florida State Supreme Court has ruled that the disciplinary process and proceedings are not to be used as a substitute for civil proceedings and remedies. This determination does not preclude you from consulting a private attorney or exercising any legal remedies that may be available to you. In the event that an appropriate tribunal enters a finding or order supporting your allegations concerning the attorney in this regard, you may resubmit your complaint along with a copy of such findings or order for your consideration. In light of the foregoing, the file has been closed effective February 8th. Pursuant to the bar's records retention schedule, the computer record and file of this matter will be disposed of one year from the date of closure. So I would consider that a summary judgment. We think you're completely off your rocker to, to file this with us. This is, looks like a political retaliation, or at least it's a very much a political matter not to be decided by us. 
what did Alex have to say to the city council after this came out? Tell you in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. This traffic report brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Uh, we do have a vehicle crash with roadblock. This is going to be at Fernwood Avenue and West Bobie Street. That's right. Bobie. Uh, Bobie. All right. In Pensacola, the roadway is blocked there, so just use caution. Uh, other than that, looking around town, we are good. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is good, and Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. If you do see smoke near NAS Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn scheduled. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox, knocks them out. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. All right, back to the dismissal. Oh, I should say this. If you're thinking about a car, Frontier Motors is a great place to buy good quality used cars, almost new cars that you can buy for ten or 20,000 miles to start, and then you can put your 100, 200, 300,000 miles on them. That's how we do. Dave Ramsey recommends them. I recommend them. A great place. Good quality cars, all different kinds, 300 on the lot, so you can sample a wide variety. For more than 25 years, they've been serving the Pensacola community and uh, with great quality used cars right behind that big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Back to the uh, response from attorney Alex Andrade about Mayor Lindsay's uh, effort to get him in trouble with the bar. <laughs> crazy. He says council to the city council. After consulting several legal resources, it is my opinion that the mayor exceeded her authority and violated the will of the council in the submission of this frivolous bar complaint. The complaint was submitted officially on behalf of the city of Milton as a legal client. The mayor never asked the council for permission to submit this complaint and it makes countless false claims that have been debunked and or refuted by council vote. The mayor's actions are akin to her filing a lawsuit on behalf of the city without the permission of council. He goes on to say, uh, I'm, I'm picking pieces because it's a long letter. I have never witnessed a more abusive individual in a position of authority over employees than Heather Lindsay. Because the mayor exhibits an inability to discern fact from fiction, I believe these complaints never existed. However, the mere claim they did and were not investigated is cause for concern about employee complaints that were never made public after uh, she and Don Molinero claimed they existed. It is my advice the mayor not be allowed anywhere near an individual employee of the city without supervision. Ultimately, what the mayor attempted to do with this complaint was subvert the will of the council when you refused to terminate the attorney-client relationship with me, which, that's correct. Because she failed, she attempted to go after my livelihood and my professional license. Who in their right mind would want to insert themselves into such an abusive environment? Saying that I am disgusted by the mayor's abhorrent behavior is an understatement. I can only imagine how terrorized and abused staff members within City Hall feel, given how comfortable Mayor Lindsay feels abusing the public servants working for the city. Yours, R. Alex Andrade. <clears throat> Randy Jorgensen going to be the man the manager? Uh, yes. For how long? Uh, about six months. I think so too. And will they censure or take action against the mayor for all of yes. this? Yes, yes, they will. I think they will. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. 